0: While I was visiting his friend, Jane, who was a geologist out in at the University of Illinois. Jane said, oh, yeah. oh, man, your timing's perfect. I've got a real weird one here I've been trying to figure out. I said, okay, tell me about it. I said, well, I have this meteorite sample. And, you know, we did the atomic... Absorption spectra and all the different tests, isotope ratios. We're sure it's from space. I said, okay. But what we're actually trying to figure out is it's provenance. I said, it's provenance. What do you mean? Well, the university has it now, and the university's had it for almost 60 years. 60 years? And, um, but we don't have a clear sense of actually who donated it. usually when someone made a meteor, it's a rare thing uh and we'd like to be able to credit the person who found it, but we don't we don't know I thought, okay, well, what else do we know about it? Well, that's the thing it's the other weird thing about this particular sample, this particular rock is there's a bunch of this uh fungal toxin on the surface of it. Like it's coated in this fungal toxin. Oh, it says you have a mystery meteorite coated in fungal toxin. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And here's the the only other thing we know. And kind of why we care about it. Because the only report we have about it, there's like a note in, a, in a, one of the journals of one of the museum, you know, workers that says it was, the note says that in 1962, a young black student at the university here brought in the sample. But unfortunately, that's all they wrote. So here we have this amateur geologist, or maybe he became a famous geologist. We don't... And we're not sure. Yeah, so we're kind of stumped. I said, huh. So tell me about this fungal toxin. So she gave him the name of the fungal toxin. I don't remember it right now. I said all right, and that's from I, I got the name of like of the fungus, and so I went over to the the agriculture department. I started asking around about this fungus. One of the professors knew all about it. I said, oh yeah, that's some nasty stuff. Yeah, we've got it mostly under control most years, um, but there've been a handful of really bad outbreaks. That destroyed all the corn crops for that year. I said, okay, were there any really bad ones like sometime around 1962? Huh. Don't know off the top of my head, but I know exactly where we can go to look for that. Come to my office. And he plumped on this big almanac book. That should have any major famines, any major plagues. Took out crops, pestilence, all sorts of names for it. Anyway, 1962, you said? I said, Yeah. All right, let's see here. Nothing major in 1962, but in 1961, yeah, there was a fungal outbreak then. What was the micro, what was the organism again? I said, I think it was, and he gave out the name, I can't remember it. Probably wouldn't pronounce it right anyway. Yeah, not that the match right here. Actually, let's see. And looks like that was a really, really, really bad one. It was just practically all the corn in Illinois and the surrounding states was destroyed. It was in all the water sources, the whole nine yards. And uh, yeah, that one was really bad. People got pretty sick too. It mostly kills the corn, but because there's so much of it, it got into some other food supplies. Yeah. I said, so when the. When the fungus is like that, you said it got in the water? He said, Yeah, yeah, well, more I could say it got on the water. A lot of these spores are super hydrophobic. So they'll form like a, a skin on the water. I can show you, actually. This isn't, this isn't the fungal toxin, but it's a related, it's a spore like that in here. He took this little sort of grayish orange powder. And he sprinkled it onto a glass of water and it just sort of sat on a film at the top I said, now watch this and the guy stuck his finger through the powder into the water and look at that you see it's formed like a like a casing around my finger my finger isn't even getting wet I pull it out nope there you go look see I've got I've got the the spores on my finger but my finger is totally dry was this is something that like that could happen with the spores of this, this pestilence, fungus. Oh yeah, and probably dead, lots. Why? I told him about the rock. I said, oh, well, yeah, no, that fits. Then yeah, if it uh, if that rock, that meteorite came plunking down into a stream or a, you know, creek or a pond or something, then yeah, it would get all covered in that. Yeah, and yeah, if it was coming in hot, it would probably stick to it. Yeah, no, that fits completely. I said, alright, so nineteen sixty one, you say, huh? I said, yeah. Well this is helpful. Will you tell me what the I said you're trying to figure out who donated it? I said, exactly, yeah. I said, well yeah, let me know how it turns out. This got me fascinated now too. So I went back to Jane with that information. She said, Well that's so that confirms that it happened here in nineteen sixty one. We still haven't found the student. And I said, well, good news and bad news about enrollment in University of Illinois in 1961. I said, what's that? Well, it was still a pretty racist system back then between the schools not being very good, the schools that black people were allowed to go to, and the universities just not wanting to admit very many black people. I bet if we look through the yearbook that year, we're not going to find very many black students. I said, oh, you're right. That's awful, but it helps us here. So they went to the library, and they started looking through the yearbooks, and they found 1961. And indeed, all his prediction was right. There were only four black students in the whole university that year. Jane said, oh, I'm a little embarrassed from my institution. I said, yeah, but, you know, we try to do better now. I think that gives us our name, doesn't it? I said, yeah, I suppose so. Because three of the students were women who were in the nursing program, and one of the students was this guy, Caspian Jones, who was, let's see, a double major in economics and geology, all he said. So he would have known enough to recognize a meteorite. And being connected enough to come and bring it in. We've got our name, Ollie. Thank you. I'm so glad you came by today. I don't know how it would have taken me a lot longer. I feel like I would have gotten it eventually. I said, I said, Yeah, you would have gotten it eventually, but I'm glad I was able to help. This is a fun mystery. So, what's next? Said, well, I'm mostly a geologist, but I feel like I need to maybe figure out more about what happened to this. This Caspian character. I said, all right, well, you're going to write it up, I'm guessing, right? Oh, yeah. Can't wait to read it. In the meantime, yeah? He said that the library has a pretty good coffee shop. Next case of Ollie and the mystery mushroom meteorite.